This is Bo Buchanan with Arizona Lodge Number 2, and I'm here speaking on the level with Tim Eberhard. Tim, why don't you start by introducing yourself, give us your full name, your home Blue Lodge, and any officer titles you have connected to that lodge. Uh, Timothy Kevin Everhard. Um, I'm a member of Arizona Lodge Number 2, Phoenix, Arizona, and currently the senior steward at, in the lodge. And we're doing this interview for the second time because I did a couple of interviews while StoryCorps had a little glitch in their app, and I lost two interviews. So thank you, Tim, for doing this a second time. <laughs> no, so we're going to repeat all this, but that's good because then I can focus more on some of the stuff we already talked about. So one of the things we talked, one of the th your unofficial titles here is is one of the cooks. You're constantly cooking. I don't know if that's the title you like, but you're constantly cooking and preparing meals for for the guys here, at Arizona Number Two. Why why do you do that? Well, the um, it started out when when uh, Mike DiGiacomo was the uh, was working in the kitchen, and then and then he moved up um, uh, to worshipful master. And then and at that point in time, I looked at it and said, you know, he, uh, as the worshipful master, you know, he's going to have enough stuff on his plate. So I said, I can step step up and I'll you know help out in the kitchen. So that started there, and then it just kind of snowballed, you know, since then. And and then Vic. Um, basically did the same thing, you know, to help out because Mike was was going to become the worshipful, and so Vic, Vic and I have then just been in the kitchen then for the past, you know, two or three years. Three years. Yeah. Three years. Uh, wow. And you but as a senior, as a senior steward, though, so next year I'm, I, it's like, oh, well, I got to move up and and uh, give somebody else the opportunity <laughs> to excel. You know, find somebody else to take your place. Yeah. <laughs> well, as I said, we got a brother who um, I haven't seen him for a couple of weeks. Uh, who is a graduate of the uh, Cordon Bleu? No in, kidding, in Scottsdale. Yeah, who's that? Uh, Rick, uh, brother. Oh, the one who came down and helped us at the last minute the other day. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. no, 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 not that. Uh, another, another brother. He, oh, but he okay. was down. I think before, just before Valentine's Day, he came in. Okay. Um, he, may, he may be. A, he's a comfort man. He's not a brother yet. Sorry. So let me go back to I guess your your beginning in masonry. Do you remember the first time you ever heard of this thing called masonry? My father-in-law, um, who's a member here, Arizona number two, um, was the worshipful master in 1983. I married his daughter in 1982, and so right before he became worshipful master. Right before he came before before he came worshipful, uh, but we started dating in '77, and so I had a number of years then. Uh, to become acquainted with uh, masonry and and you know just stayed kind of on that periphery um, before we got married and and then just over the years I mean it's it's just become kind of you know part of my uh, our conversation you know with my father-in-law and then and then uh, I went through a one-day class in 2004 I'd asked my father-in-law to become a mason and and so I came down uh, I was living in uh, I was at Fort Lewis, Washington. I was in the military, and so I came down then to go through the one-day class and and uh, did that. And uh, you came. I remember you telling me the story. You came down, did the one-day class, and then you went back back to work. I went back to work. Yeah, back up to uh, Washington, and and uh, um, I was in the military. So there was it was just I didn't I didn't uh, continue with my education with you know uh, at that point in time. You know, and that was I think what we were saying before is. Uh, so while I was in the military, I just wasn't strong enough, didn't feel strong enough in my Masonic knowledge uh, at that point in time to 
go and attend a lodge in uh, Fort Lewis or you know the Seattle area or anything like that. And you traveled all over the place. I remember you telling me, but you you, yeah. didn't, you didn't stop and visit lodges. Yeah, back I then. kicked. I said, I, it's, uh, one of my biggest regrets in uh, in my life uh, was it was that. Uh, while I was working and I was doing international sales, I was traveling all over the world, and I had the opportunity. I could have, you know, gone to lodges in Singapore and India and you know all throughout Europe, and and I didn't. I didn't do it. And and uh, said I, I. I to this day, it's it's a, my biggest, probably one of my biggest regrets in uh, in masonry was that, that I didn't take that opportunity because I did. Uh, last year, uh, I went back to work for a short time. I took a short contract job, and I worked in Turkey for four months. And, and while I was there, I said, okay, I'm going back in, and, and I contacted the, the Grand Lodge in Istanbul and got it all set up and attended Lodge a number of times, a number of different lodges in Turkey. And uh, now You said before you did the... Uh uh, you did all the prep work. You had the secretary contact the, the secretaries in Turkey and did it all through the proper channels, right? Which made it a lot easier for you to go and visit and really kind of get involved real quickly. Oh yeah, I, I, so I contacted the Grand Lodge and sent them a copy of my uh, my dues card and and said, you know, this is who I was. And then they contacted back uh, to uh, to Andrew, our secretary here, just to verify. Yep, everybody's good to go. And then they passed my contact information to the two worshipfuls of the the two different lodges and that that uh, labor in English in in Ankara and a day later uh, they both of them you know contacted me and said hey Tim you know, but Tim, wow. you know come on down you know love to have you and uh, said yeah, a wonderful experience I mean a fantastic so, no you, you I think you told me about they, they invited you to do everything when you were there right I, I there was no nothing was held back uh, you know I participated in all of their their ceremonies and and uh, and they work they labor you know very very much differently from the way we do I mean uh, theirs is not rote uh, not memorization and so then they get up and then they will read you know their parts and and whatnot and I had the opportunity to do an apron apron uh, presentation uh, two apron presentations as a matter of fact from memory or did you read it oh no no I have uh, I've done I've done the apron presentation here so the same one you did here you did uh, there yeah oh wow yeah. so I, I just you know those kinds of memories are are very you know um, vivid as far as in the the brotherhood and the the camaraderie that that uh, masons have you know all over the world and and you've got a pretty cool memento from your trip there I, yeah my uh, my cufflinks uh, the wisdom wisdom lodge number thirty three uh, in in Ankara in Ankara and it's a it's a cufflink that has the the floor the design of the floor the yeah, mosaic, mosaic pavement and the uh, square and compass and the word wisdom. It's a very neat. Uh, yeah, it's very distinct. Very distinct. And, yeah. said, and, then, and then at the end of this month, um, I've got one of the brothers uh, from Ankara is traveling to uh, Phoenix for for work, and so he's contacted me and, and said, "Hey, you know, I'd love to come to lodge." And, and you're going to come to number two? Yeah. So I'll bring. Awesome. I'll bring, yeah, yeah. We should make sure we go to low twelve that night or something. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Take him out. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. So, so your father-in-law, uh, you mind me saying his name? You know, no, Jim Raleigh, who we've also interviewed earlier in this series, um, really shed a lot of light of, about masonry on on masonry for you. But what was it other than the fact that Jim was in it? What was it that drew you into masonry? Why are you even interested? I think the it's the um, 
the brotherhood, the, the fraternity, you know, and, and that's what we are. It's a fraternity. Um, so there's, there's a camaraderie then that, that builds there. Uh, that's part of it. But I think it's the making good men better. You know, it gives you a focus um, for your efforts. I mean, we all have uh, you know, the, 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 the 24-inch gauge and, and broken into three distinct parts. And, and you have your part for you know, your service to God, your service to your, your profession, and then you know, for um, rest and relaxation. And, and you know, we, we make good men better in each one of those sections of, the, of that 24-inch gauge. And, and, uh, and so, uh, yeah, I mean, that was it. It's, it's that the, the, the brotherhood working together to make men better. So has masonry made you a better man? I think so. I think it, it has. Uh, you might ask, you know, some other people, and obviously, yeah, that's another question. But I think, I think, I think it has. It's it's focused. Uh, um, um, well, certainly. I mean, if it if it wasn't, I wouldn't be sitting here. No, so. Yeah, it's uh, it's your the service. I really look at what you do in the kitchen as a service to your brothers. I mean, it's a it's a calling and it's a service. And I appreciate it every week when I eat that. I don't <laughs> I get to come down here and eat a home cooked meal that otherwise I'm eating fast food or out of a something frozen yeah, dinner. Yeah. I don't cook, so I I appreciate your service every week. Um, speaking of, we just did a uh, uh, Valentine's luncheon this uh, February thirteenth and. Uh, you cooked a, a pretty cool dessert that you were working on a lot, and I remember uh, uh, you brought your wife and your mother down. And my mother. Yeah, how old is your mom? Eighty-seven. Eighty-seven. It was kind of cool to see both your wife and your mom down. Mm-hmm. That was pretty it was fun. Neat. It was nice to, to to have them come down, and and she's, we were just talking about it uh, yesterday, as a matter of fact. Oh yeah. yeah. So so she had a good time. So yeah. So time. so what keeps you what keeps you coming? I mean, you talked about the brotherhood. You talked about. Uh, uh, making good men better. What are you getting week after week? You know, in that brotherhood, or what? Well, I think you're. It's a um, developmental kind of thing. I mean, you don't just uh, automatically meet another person and then say, you know, this is a, you know, this is a great guy. This is somebody I want to make a friend and and you know take home and introduce to your family and everything. You develop those relationships, and and I think that's kind of what. Part of your fraternity, Mo, is is the developing of those of those interpersonal relationships um, over a period of time, and then as and the more and more that you get to know the brothers, you know, it becomes more and more of a family, and 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 then they are truly brothers, more so brothers than at the beginning. Yes, you're a brother, you know, we're all brothers. Right. When you develop but that you bond, develop, you develop that a bond, a, a much more familiar. Um, relationship and, and so and that's one of the things that that keeps you coming back. I mean, as far as and you know, your other brothers and helping out and and then uh, we're sitting in um, this building, Arizona Number Two, and, the, and this temple uh, was built in 1926. It's a beautiful old building, um, and this is to me is kind of the epitome of um, the Masons. Uh, this structure, this edifice that was constructed for our fraternity, specifically for our fraternity, uh, almost 100 years ago. 
and the building is here, the fraternity is here, and you know, we, and you know we, quite a lot about the history of this building. I remember you talking a little bit about when this building was built. Uh, well, just kind of from a, I really don't know as much. You know, you know Vic. You know, there's there's other people that that have much more in depth knowledge of this building, but mine is more just. Um, you think of um, what Phoenix was like in 1926. I mean, it, it was a little podunk kind of a town. I mean, we had been only been a state for you know uh, 12 years. Uh, I never thought of it that time. way. Only um, been a state for 12 years when right. this building was built. Yeah, and you've got a four-story. This is a four-story building in 1926 in downtown Phoenix. This was this area was the center, the heartbeat of Phoenix, right where we're right where we're sitting, and, and you know. Not a whole lot of other buildings could say that they were four-story buildings in, in downtown Phoenix in 1926. And so, I mean, that's kind of where you, uh, I wrap my head around, you know, Pioneer Cemetery, just, you know, right down on Jefferson. And, and um, what m the Masons and our brothers, our ancestral brothers, were doing here in this building in 1926 and, and what their thoughts were as far as in, What's going to happen here in the next hundred years? You know, could they fathom, you know, where we are in nineteen, you know, in uh, twenty sixteen? You know, what what this area would be like, and would the temple still be here? And you know, what what's with the fraternity? So you kind of, you know, those are neat things to think about. I, that, that's why I've enjoyed, you know, coming down here and working on the building and and doing what um, what needs to be done. To save the building. To, what, to what, and speaking of that, you've worked on a couple of projects. One of which is you you worked on the windows. Right. Well, we'll, we'll, be, we'll be doing um, um, just refinishing all the windows. So all the all the windows on the second floor are all wood sash uh, windows. The original windows that were here. I mean, the glass. You can look at the glass, and it's all the, you know the wavy you know antique glass that, that that's in there. But the the wood itself. Uh, you know, needs continuous maintenance and whatnot, which it hasn't received for a number of years. And, and so, you know, that's the next project is then we'll start and then, uh, you know, refinish and paint all the windows, uh, the wood the wood frame windows on the second floor. And the other project you're working on is the hanging of the grants. And hanging of the grants. Tell so me about so uh, the temple was the home for, oh, you had the Scottish Rite, you had York Rite, uh, you had the Grand Lodge of Arizona, and then uh, we had our Blue Lodge, and then there were uh, any number of other Blue Lodges that met in this building. And then um, in the early 2000 time frame, I'm not sure the exact date, then the Grand Lodge moved out of the building, and then they had taken all of their pictures of all of the past Grand Masters with them when they, when they left. Um, and now we've gotten them back, and we're, we'll rehang them in in the historic, you know, the the original uh, temple uh, here in Phoenix. So we'll have all the past past grandmasters of Arizona. Then will be hanging uh, their pictures around the temple. In the, yeah, in the in the building in in the, here up on the uh, second floor. Um, and I mean, we have the you know any number of pictures. We have large format paintings. We have. Uh, of old um, grandmasters, the original grandmaster who was also then the worshipful for Arizona number two. Um, I said we'll just we'll just be 
you know, getting getting all of those rehung, and so we can show it from a historical side. So when somebody walks into the building, they can say they can look at you know all these pictures and say, "Wow, yeah, <laughs> hundred so, years. That's a long time." It's a long time. So tonight's Tuesday. It's Lodge night. Uh, I remember when we talked before. Your Tuesday starts pretty early. Tell me what your Tuesday looks like. It depends on what the menu is. So tonight, tonight was an easy night in the kitchen, you know, relatively speaking, because we had our cookie, uh, chili cook-off. So all the brothers then brought in their their chili. Um, so they, all we had to do was make a salad and cornbread. But you know, it's kind of, it just depends on what you know what the menu is. You know, if we. You know, I think you said usually you can count on about noon. Uh, yeah, you know, noon between noon and and two, you know, I'll be here. I'll be here by two or two thirty at the latest. You know, so we can get the ovens lit, get them all warmed up and and up to temperature because that's always you know fun you know playing with the oven. Um, but yeah, so get the ovens, you know, get the iced tea made, you know, and then and then start cooking and and uh, you know lay it out. And, and I normally I'll write out a schedule, say okay, we're gonna eat at six. Okay, so backward plan. You know, it's that, that, that military, you know, uh, anal retentiveness. That's right. You were in the service. What branch? Mm -hmm. I was in the Army. In the Army. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so you never know. It, is, it just kind of depends on what, what's, what's going to be cooking. I remember you said, how do you, guys, how do you guys plan the meals or what do you do? I remember you telling me how you figure out what you're going to serve in this couple of weeks. Yeah, so Vic and I will look. So, so tomorrow, Wednesday morning, is the, uh, all of the grocery ads come out and, and so then Vic and I will scour the grocery ads and and then you know we'll text back and forth hey you know uh, Safeway's got uh, you know pork roast on sale for a dollar a pound or, or whatever you know, and so, so I just so I picked up tonight I picked up uh, 40 pounds of pork picnic roast totally and uh, and so we'll be cooking that sometime in April uh, but it but it was at a dollar a pound you know, you, you know, when you when you got a protein, you know, for a buck a pound, you, know, you can't go wrong there. You know, so we plan ahead, look for those specials, and then that's, that's right. pretty smart. And then throw it in the freezer to bring it down, throw it in the freezer. So we got, and I got chickens, the whole chickens for 70 cents a pound, you know, on that one. So, yeah, so, and, and then, and then, so that kind of then will drive the direction then for the next month as far as, okay, what are we going to eat? You know, and what do, and then what do we have? What else do we have to plan for? So like next week is past masters night, so we know okay that's going to be steak and potatoes, yeah. and, and you know so all the accoutrement that goes along with that. But but then we're cooking, so now you know, we'll break out the big charcoal grill and outside and and get that fired up. But that's got to get fired up early enough so that. It's all burnt down, ready to you know throw steaks on at like 5:30. So you cook steaks that come right off the grill, and then get served. So it's a uh, yeah. There's you know, some time management. Time management is probably the biggest important thing there you know, when you're working in the kitchen, which doesn't always work. Out. Timing everything to come out at the same yeah, time. Yeah, that's why people get paid as jobs yeah, yeah, full yeah, time. Yeah. It's not easy to do to yeah. feed. Yeah, when I write it down, I just okay, you know, let's see, we want to eat at six. Okay. <laughs> Uh, this has to come out of the oven here, so, uh, and so yeah, that's fun. I mean, it's fun. Any you, you talked about turkey. You know, we talked a lot about the kitchen. We talked some about the projects you're involved in. Any other memories uh, about being a part of Lodge or anything that you want to share with people hmm. that we haven't covered? Any stories about you know anything you've done with your father-in-law or? Um, anything about your family being involved? Or I'm trying to think. No, of I, I think it's always a there's a. 
there's a balance that you that you have, and so um, you know the stories. It, it would be um, you. I limit you know my discussions with my wife are normally okay. You know this is what's cooking in the kitchen, but other than that, you know I I don't I don't discuss you know a lot of stuff at the lodge. I. I I do that on purpose because I because I'm down here all day Tuesday and then okay well now we have education night so that'll be down there then Thursday and then you know we've got uh, we had a Masana funeral last Saturday morning and then this Saturday morning then we'll have we got another committee of brothers meeting so 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 my time my time uh, away from my wife. No, I, so I don't. I don't mix. I don't mix the two together. Try to make sure when you're with her, you're with her, and it's about her, and right. not covering all this stuff. That's kind of right. nice. You no, know, and I guess, I, and my focus has been on Blue Lodge. You know, not on uh, York Rite or not on um, Scottish Rite or the Shrine or you know all of the other attendant bodies. I. Uh, um, I, I want to focus on the Blue Lodge. There's so much. There's so much to know in the Blue Lodge. I'd rather let me get that all done, and then I can move in and look at some some of the other stuff. Uh, well, that's about it. Well, thanks for taking time to do this a second time tonight. I thanks appreciate both. it, and I'm glad we got to know you a little bit better. Yeah.